another episode ready to go They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate It's the horror show Hello everybody and welcome to the Horror Show Show. It dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. That was a little sing-songy from me. I did not mean that. I don't know what happened. Uh, this week, we did not announce this episode last week. Uh, this week is Raw Head Rex. Yes. Woo! 1986. It's a Clive Barker joint. Was it 86? I thought it was 87 for some reason. Um, no, 87 was Hellraiser. Interesting. Okay. This was 86. Um, Couldn't have mattered less. It <laughs> does not. <laughs> I was like, really? Does he really see that much of a difference between 80 <laughs> films made in 86 and 87? I was like, that's fat. I was honestly fascinated. I was like, what does he see? Like... <laughs> I wish I had an eye. I like him. Uh, Rawhead Rex was made in 1986. It was written by Clive Barker. This is a a super popular request for us. Um, and, and I see why. I see why. Uh, it It is... It's weird. What were your thoughts on it? Well, I'm glad you asked that, Sean. I have, uh, I have quite a few. You've could quite- you imagine... Could you imagine if they, this would be a five-star movie, honestly, if, if they literally put anything other than that fucking stupid looking idiot that they, that they rolled out as their title character. Dude, the, the acting was honestly great. It was so like good, low dude. budget, like Ireland, like the guy who plays uh, the priest Declan. Oh my fucking God. Awesome. Yeah. The, 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 the American. It's fucking awesome. It has scenes that are like literally suspenseful. Yep. It has scenes that are honestly like tug on your heartstrings. Like the guy loses a child to a fucking monster, and like the, and, like him and his wife are grief stricken through the rest of the time, and they blame it on shoddy police work, which also is a great subplot because it was shoddy police work. Everything about it is fucking awesome, and, and then they just roll this fucking stupid piece of shit on the screen. And it's like how did how did nobody? Be like, hey, hey, maybe we should, like, uh, you could have literally just put, like, a guy with, like, fangs, and it would have been more effective. You you could have not shown anything. It, you could have just left it in suspense. It would have been more effective than having that fucking idiot. Like, every time he comes, like, you forget what you're watching at times, because everyone is so in, invested in this and, like, doing such a good job. Yeah. And, like, even the way, it, like, it's atmospheric with, like, the fog and all that, and then Rawhead Rex shows up, and you're like, oh, fucking god. Damn it! Like this fucking idiot just completely takes you out. Like, could you imagine if Jaws just had a fucking stupid looking idiot instead of a shark? Like, like it's your title character. Like everything about Jaws works, and the cherry on top is because it has a great white shark that looks terrifying, right? right. But if they just made it like a fucking dweeb shark, like it would nobody would give a shit. And that's what happened with Rawhead Rex. He's your title character. How does not? How does nobody involved with this be like? Maybe this uh, this needs some reworking. Not, not only is the costume and, and and special effects a little funny, I I didn't mind it as much as you did. <laughs> but but wait, 
the the consistency of Rawhead Rex was alarming because sometimes his head was just a fucking solid. First of all, his mouth never fucking closes. <laughs> his mouth never fucking closes. So sometimes it was just like a like uh, that movie Elves. Sometimes it was just a statue on a pole that they clearly just like rotated to like look at the camera. Um, other times it was a guy in a mascot costume and the head's just jiggling and <laughs> fucking everywhere as he runs. And then a couple times it's a man in a vinyl mask of raw head Rex. And dude, he's like shaking his head and it literally looks like when a guy, like when, what's that guy's name? Juju Mafuju or whatever. <laughs> when he wears a fucking horse mask and lift, dude, it looks just like that. <laughs> It's just like a deflated face. It's just a deflated face flopping around on this guy's head. Dude, I, it's it's so baffling. Like the gore's not terrible. Like the kills are fine. This movie should be a thousand percent be remade. Like a thousand percent. Yes, I agree with that. And and honestly, get, it's probably like my upper echelon of movies that should. And uh, the gore was okay, but like again, it was like Rawhead Rex was just like nibbling on people to a point where I was like. Does he even need to eat them? I, I, I don't know. Why does he even bite them? Because it seem, he seems like he's not that fucking hungry. <laughs> like, he just kind of like fucking bites them and they like lose their cheek. And everyone's like, ah! <laughs> and then he just leaves them there. That's it. He just fucking bites their cheek and pieces out. Um, Rawhead Rex being on stained glass <laughs> in a church is so fucking stupid. No, that, okay, first of all, if if more Catholic churches had fucking pictures of fucking Rawhead Rexes on the fucking stained glass, I would go to church every fucking weekend. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I've never seen anything like that. I mean, could, I love- you, like, what, could you imagine... Just, like, putting that up there. Nobody <laughs> questioning that and just having that up there forever. Dude, especially a Catholic church. Are you kidding me? Like the It was, like, one of the stations of the cross. <laughs> like, one of the <laughs> biggest fucking... Biggest sticks in the mud. It is the most insane stained glass thing I've ever seen in my life. I would love to buy that just to hang up. Like, on a wall. Because it's so fucking insane. <laughs> it's so beautifully done. Somebody, dude, somebody made that. Like, somebody fucking made that. And I fucking love it. Um... I love that uh, the Catholic Church represented um, in this movie um, in a weird way. And like they keep blaming shit on the pagans. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but this is a Catholic Church. I don't understand why you keep blaming the pagans. Like when he's like, when the guy's talking to the priest later on and he's like explaining Rawhead Rex. Priest is like, well, that's fucking paganism. And by the way, he's explaining the stained glass that's right behind him in the church. The guy's like, that's fucking paganism. Don't fucking say, say that. Why do you have a fucking window of it? You literally painted your windows with a picture of that fucking guy. What are you talking about? Um, now, the, what I find interesting, and Red, of course, of course, Redneck Tom pointed this out to me. Yeah. Who, who else would? Clive Barker is upset about it, but not because of like how stupid it looked. It's because it wasn't phallic enough. Uh, which apparently the story is about. Which which now it makes sense. Oh. hearing this, the story is about uh, like you know men, males terrorizing women, which is why at the end you know. Spoiler alert, the the women, like, it has to be the women. And he's like, it doesn't make sense. You had to think the thing was, like, a dick. That's, that's his quote. You had to think it was a dick. 
uh, but they didn't get the joke, and it was a joke, and that was the point. So <laughs> it seems like they took his story and just completely threw away the entire like underlying theme of it, and then made this. <laughs> and I mean, we've talked about Clive Barker before and how he has decorated his whole house in like paintings of penises. I don't think you needed to make <laughs> Rawhead Rex a, a walking penis. <laughs> To do, to do that. However, they did miss the point because he only attacked men in the movie. Yes. Which was weird. I, I, well, it wasn't weird, but now that you're saying that, it makes less sense because they, he should have been attacking the women. But he had, he actually never attacked a woman. Well, no, he never attacked a woman. It makes me wish they expanded upon the fact that it had to be a woman more so like they just kind of say it and you just kind of accept it at the end right and it was cool like for, it was cool i liked that because it honestly it seemed like ahead of its time but like, yeah you know people weren't making movies like that but uh <laughs> it was just kind of glossed over like for some reason for some reason the the main hero is just like it had to be a woman all along <laughs> like, yeah i know and we're like what? oh well okay like, <laughs> what? Why? What? like why didn't you just think so? you know what i mean like why why didn't you just think like maybe she did something right or she got lucky or something yeah why why do you understand now that it had to be a woman all along because the viewer doesn't and again he's only attacking men which i mean if i were a monster and i was like and i knew only a woman could kill me I, I'm probably only going to kill women. I'm probably that's probably going to be who I go for, go after. I mean, Rex doesn't seem, uh, you know, just look at him. Okay, <laughs> critical thinking isn't his strong point. Here's the other thing: the fucking name Rawhead Rex. You you got to change it. You got to fucking change that name in the remake. That name is so fucking stupid. And like you said, it's like a well made movie. The acting is dope. It's dope. And when you see the title Rawhead Rex, I feel like I'm getting I'm gonna get like what is that fucking movie Tammy and the T Rex or whatever it's called. Dude, uh, dude, I was gonna ask you if we could do Theodore Rex. Theodore <laughs> the one, Rex, the one with Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> is that no? That's not. I'm thinking of Prehistoria. What is Theodore Rex? Dude, <laughs> well, you you were probably thinking of Tammy and the T Rex. Oh my God, Theodore Rex! This is amazing. Yeah, we're doing Theodore Dude. Rex. Of course, we're doing Theodore. Dude, Rex. I was going to ask if we could do it next. It's just it's just Whoopi Goldberg and a fucking big idiot dinosaur, but he looks like the one from the dinosaur TV show. He does. He looks exactly like Frank from the dinosaurs. And, and the tagline is: "The world's toughest cop <laughs> is getting a brand new partner, and he's a real blast from the past." <laughs> Dude. Dude, a buddy cop film with a fucking dinosaur. Also, I'm pretty sure the dinosaur wears like converses, but he has three toes. <laughs> Joe, so, like each foot has three shoes on it. I was literally just about to say that. I'm looking at the picture, and I've never noticed that before. I've seen this cover a million times. That is the dumbest looking thing I've ever seen. He has three converses on one foot. Um, that's insane. Oh, dude, dude, you're usually the one that highlights this stuff, and I, I. I've been better this this time around, not getting you going. But uh, someone CMB left a left a review of us this week, uh, two stars that says, "Will these guys ever not laugh every two minutes?" Uh, the answer is no. And also, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> what? What? Who cares if we? I mean, that's so fucking weird. That's so fucking weird. <laughs> fucking loser. Will they ever but, uh, not laugh? I, I mean, it's probably it's probably one of our uh, <laughs> old friends. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I, in the case that it's not, I, I was laughing because uh, 
we've been laughing this entire episode. Oh yeah. I don't intend to stop because the Theodore Rex is fucking fun, dude. The Theodore Rex wears like a fucking starter jacket, right? (laughs) Yes. He wears like a hoodie and a jacket (laughs) over it. Dude, Joe, what? Can you imagine if we didn't laugh the whole show? How fucking boring! I, I'm not get fun fact. I'm not making a fucking show where I sit here and not laugh. Waste <laughs> my fucking time. <laughs> More importantly, could you imagine thinking Whoopi Goldberg is the world's toughest cop, Joe? And why? What? I mean, maybe it's from the future, but why is she wearing like an entirely leather? costume as a police <laughs> as a police officer i like i didn't even think she was a police officer until i read that tagline and i was like oh what the fuck dude yeah why would you it doesn't have a badge out like not in, not in police gear Whoopi <laughs> goldberg she was uh she was uh killing it in that period though man yeah eddie the Knicks movie she <laughs> <laughs> that's what everyone comes to mind when they think about <laughs> Whoopi Whoopi's. Whoopi's strong suit. <laughs> Whoopi's golden years. Eddie. <laughs> Can we do a Eddie and Theodore Rex uh, double feature? A double feature. I'm, I'm pulling up. Oh, she's in Loaded Weapon, too. She's great. Um, she sure is. Wait, I, I want to pull up. When when did she do... Wow, she's she's in so much. Where is... She's a ghost, she's a ghost in 1990. Dude, Theodore... Okay, so fun fact. Eddie is... <laughs> Eddie is Theodore Rex and Eddie were her back-to-back movies, by the way. <laughs> Classic. It's so crazy because she did like such serious roles. She did, uh, you know, Sister Act. Sister and Sister Act, Act, which I did love as a kid, but House Party too. She's a, she's a lot of uncredited p- f- fucking roles. She's in the uh, Little Rascals movie. She, she, she is. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, we better stop laughing, or else people will be mad. People are gonna be, <laughs> people are gonna be upset. That one actually doesn't bother me because it's so fucking dumb. Like I've just never heard of anything so stupid. <laughs> um. So rawhead Rex. Um. And by the way, those people that like do complain about that, it's oh, they say those things, but it's always because we made fun of a movie they liked. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? It's that's what it boils down to. Is is we said something about fucking Muck, and they were oh, like, you think, yeah, "Dude, you think he's the the, the director? <laughs> the director of Muck?" <laughs> yeah, well, you guys can't stop laughing. So, <laughs> who really sucks? <laughs> it's it's you. <laughs> it's fucking you. Um. So he does. He so. So Clive Barker, I guess I didn't realize how few movies he actually directs. I thought he directed like uh, almost everything he wrote, but he really doesn't. No, he didn't direct this either. No, he didn't direct this. He he only directed uh, Hellraiser, Nightbreed, and Lord of Illusions. Yeah, um, which kind of crazy. Uh, this movie, I saw a note that said this movie was planned to be remade, and then. By Clive Barker, and then um, then he started doing Hellraiser, and that was before I looked up that Hellraiser was made the year after this. So, like, that seems like they were gonna make remake it the next year. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. I think I think they're talking about the he's remaking 
a new Hellraiser. Oh, is or he? It's supposed to be. Yeah. Oh, oh. I'm pretty sure that's Oh, he should really do this. He should have really focused on this. <laughs> I, I agree. Because the movies that he made are great. Lord of Illusions, Nightbreed, and Hellraiser. Fucking great movies. I've never seen Lord of Illusions. Um, I always liked it. I, but Nightbreed and Hellraiser are good. Nightbreed, I'm a little more iffy on, but like, I don't mind it. But I mean, it's just weird. Yeah. 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 Um, the the guy that directed this, I didn't even write down his name because I just don't really care that much. But he he, ol- he only made three movies. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, two of them were Clive Barker adaptations. <laughs> they must be buds, right? Like they gotta be. They have, to, they have to be. Yeah, because it was he did this and he did uh, Transmutations, which, which is would underworld. make it even more alarming. Like like imagine me directing a movie based off something you wrote and just not putting in like the main theme and also making the main character, the main protagonist look like a fucking asshole. That is kind of weird. Actually, that is kind like of why, fucking weird. Why wouldn't you stop by the set and be like, Joe, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> kidding me. It is kind of fucking weird. You're going to ruin us both. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a little wild, man. It's a little wild. And I just hate that fucking name. Rawhead Rex. How did, I guess that was the story's name, but dude, the, like with such a good movie behind it, you feel like you've got to be like, "Hey, let's change the name to something." Yeah, literally anything. Anything besides Rawhead Rex, and then to find out, dude, the one scene with that priest, the good the the priest that was an insane actor. Yes, when he when he reveals this guy's name is actually fucking Rawhead. <laughs> Like, so the movie starts and the acting's so good. And I'm like, okay, somebody's just going to nickname him Rawhead. Because it was like on my brain. Because it was just bothering me. I was like, somebody's going to nickname him Rawhead or something, right? Like, somebody's going to be like, hey, it looks like a meat. Which he really doesn't even. Like, I couldn't come up with a name. Why they call him that. And then later the priest was like, they called him Rawhead. And he's talking about people like in Christ's time. It, 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 it would be like, first off... First off, they would be speaking like Aramaic or Latin. Right. <laughs> Nobody would be calling him Rawhead Rex. <laughs> Rawhead. Oh man! But people call it a Clive Barker movie, um, and I don't. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. Influenced by Clive Barker, but not not a Clive Barker movie. I think he'd be okay with that too. <laughs> Fuck, man! I like. I love. Literally everything about this except for Rawhead Rex. I really liked this movie. I really liked it. Uh, Rawhead, I did. Ah, it was stupid, but I didn't mind him that much. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I do, don't get me wrong. I'd watch this again tomorrow if somebody asked. Like, it's, I think it's super fun. But it's just like when you think about how it could be in like the pantheon of horror yes. movies. Oh, it could be then- insane. I guess you're right. It could be fucking unbelievable, right? Except for fucking Rawhead preventing it. <laughs> the 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 pace of this movie is insane. It is yeah. it is one of the best paced movies. Dude, Rawhead shows up 20 minutes in and it's not like a night shot where you see a shadow. Dude, it's the middle of fucking day. You just see Rawhead clear his fucking day, climb out of his fucking grave. And you're like, <laughs> no, we're fucking starting. And then he kills somebody five minutes later. He does, and he doesn't stop, and like never it, stop. Uh, let's get into it. Let's get into all right. It. All right. So the movie kicks off. All we get, by the way, dude. Movie opens up, and it just says Rawhead Rex on the screen, and the movie fucking starts. There's no bullshit, which shows it's eighty six. 
they were all capable of doing this, but for some reason, <laughs> they all chose to put like 30 minute fucking credits at the beginning of the movie because they were like, this will get people excited. <laughs> this will really build the anticipation. Um, and we don't have shit to worry about. We see a couple of Irish guys, they're digging something up, like a big pole. It's pagan. There's a lot of paganism around this very Catholic church. Yes. Um, And maybe that's the way it is out there. I I honestly have no fucking idea, but it just seems a lot. You feel like the Catholic church at some point would have like ripped all that shit out of the ground. Like they don't care. They're fucking, it's the Catholic church. Um, We see the church. We see the stained glass of raw head wrecks, which is just fucking, (laughs) fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. And then we meet these Americans um, who he's a photographer or, yeah, I guess a photographer. He's he's not really a journalist. No, yeah, he's a photographer. Uh, he's going he's going to uh, look for, like, religious relics. Yeah, so he, he's, he's going around Ireland um, where he makes it clear that, you know, his whole family is, uh, is from that area. Yeah. Um, so that there's some like significance there and he's excited to be there. His family, I've never seen more miserable people to be <laughs> on vacation, <laughs> uh, but they're super pissed. Um, and he's taking pictures of graves. He's taking pictures of the church and he's there specifically um, to kind of dig up some stuff. And I, I, he explains it a little bit at one scene, but I didn't quite get it, but I think he is looking more in tor- terms of like the occult. He doesn't, he's not a religious guy. Right. He's not religious. And I think he's kind of trying to explore, you know, the paganism backgrounds of these, of these religions. Right. Um, so while he's doing that, the guy that was digging up the big totem, it starts smoking, <laughs> like smoke, <laughs> smoke starts pouring out of it. And we get a lightning storm and people in the church, like one of the ladies like burns her hand. She touches something and f- I love it. Fucking raw head Rex just pops out of the fucking ground he, and he's ready <laughs> to roll. The movie, the movie start, dude, he just shows up. <laughs> he just shows up and he, you see a great shot of him. Oh, I, I love it. I love it. That would probably be the last good shot of him. <laughs> dude, rising like Frankenstein getting struck by lightning. Also, they restored this in, in for like a 4K restoration. Yes. They should they should have just fucking removed Riot. <laughs> Digitally erased him. Fucking the it. Jar Jar Binks. Wait, what? No, wait. No, they didn't remove. I didn't somebody digitally remove Jar Jar Binks from like every scene. <laughs> I don't know. I think like a fan removed him from like every scene and released the cut. It, dude, it definitely wasn't George Lucas. Dude, George Lucas. No, George, George Lucas, Lucas added. Added, dude, dude, added that fucking sing, that singer. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes, the alien singer in the cantina, <laughs> which was a perfectly dude, fine scene. Funny, a great scene. And then there's that that singer. That first off, sticks out like a like a sore thumb, right? It just doesn't look like anything else in that scene, and it's singing in a stupid a- foreign alien language that nobody can understand. It's just hitting high notes and wailing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like if I remember it properly, I'm pretty sure it's just like <laughs> it's like this insane gibberish. 
They're just shaking his ass. What a fucking, what a fucking asshole, dude. Anyway, what? George Lucas is a real, a real fucking piece of shit. He's a real fucking <laughs> piece of shit. I have, I have actually, if on my Plex, the copies I have on Plex for my Star Wars. Are they is, the original? They are. They are, and you'd think getting an original copy is easy, right? It's actually incredibly difficult because they won't. They won't revert back. And there's actually been changes even before those digital editions. There's been a lot of changes. This this group of people, they're they're all in special effects in Hollywood. They won't release who they are. Um, ha- they took the laser disc because that's the highest quality originals that you could get. And they've remastered them into high definition. And but like with that, they had to change the score and the audio. Dude, they put so much fucking work. And like certain scenes. They took from like higher quality versions, right? Like like HD versions, like Blu-ray versions. So it, the quality's up, and then mix it with the original, and to like rid, like get rid of like the special effects and stuff, like the added special effects. Oh, I love it, hey, dude! It's it's great, and it's like the only copy I really want to watch because you watch those new ones and you're like, what, why the fuck is this person singing? What? <laughs> like why? And like not even that. Some of the scenes he just added like. A, like a CGI rodent running across the screen. <laughs> and you're like, why, why the fuck? Why it's would you even the, bother? In the forefront, so like you have to notice it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And and to think, not only did he waste his money doing that, I shouldn't say his money. He Somebody wasted their money doing that. They paid him to do that. Like, so <laughs> not only did they add it, but they like paid him to be like, what should you add here? And he was like, Let's add a fucking mouse crawl across, crawl across, a space mouse crawl across the screen. It'll really bring the viewer in to the fucking movie. Like a weirdo. Unreal. Unreal. Anyway, uh, we meet uh, the expat. Uh, so Rawhead's on the loose. The uh, the the American. He's uh, he's not an expat. Um, he notices the raw head Rex stained glass and is obviously like, Hey, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is that? <laughs> but like, not enough to like really say anything, but just like kind of looking at it weird. I would be like, this is the most insane thing I've ever seen in a church. I, ever. I would seek out everybody I could and be like, can you explain this to me? I really would. <laughs> Why is there a fucking monster <laughs> painted on a church window? <laughs> um, it's, it's wild. Uh, and then we meet, one of the priests, I, I forget what, this is Reverend? No, this is Declan O'Brien. Declan, yeah, yeah. Declan. Yeah, dude, this, this guy's my favorite. Declan O'Brien is fucking great, and he is great the entire movie. At this moment, though, he just seems like a fucking dick, <laughs> because cause this guy's just like, hey, I'm here to take pictures of your church, and this guy's like, this guy's just staring at him like, I don't fucking give a shit, will you please fucking leave? <laughs> I mean, well, De- Declan's one hundred percent a dick. Yeah, dude, he smashes his he smashes his camera. <laughs> dude, dude, like so, the next scene. Never seen somebody so mad about giving a shit about their church. <laughs> somebody actually cares, and he's like, "Fucking get lost." <laughs> well, he's well, he's he's possessed. So are they possessed? Like they're oh, is he possessed or is he just like a? I think I mean, he's just a guy. I think he's into it. I think he's into Rawhead, baby. Well, he he says he he sees what he sees at one point. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't and like and like the the chief of police. They're either like brainwashed, like like super like 
like cult status, you know, like he, he hypnotizes people for sure. Rawhead, Rawhead for sure hypnotizes people, which is another weird thing that kind of happens like twice, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> and his eyes are spinning circles. <laughs> you could have probably lost that element. That could probably, you probably really didn't need that, <laughs> but that's a thing. But I feel like the priest was doing this before Rawhead showed up because he he like hit all the documents. It feels like I feel like yeah. it's who brought Rawhead back. <laughs> Just somebody's gonna yell at us for this for not for not understanding the, hey, the uh, rebirth of Rawhead. Hey, but, remember uh, remember when I know this is skipping like way far ahead. Remember when Declan O'Brien let fucking Rawhead piss all over? Him? <laughs> this is honestly my favorite scene <laughs> in the whole movie. <laughs> Getting baptized by fucking Rawhead's dick. I can't wait to talk about this. <laughs> And the other guy Coots is just watching, be like, oh my god. I, I couldn't fucking believe that. I honestly that was shocking. That was the most shocking moment of the movie. Dude just down on his knees getting pissed on. <laughs> Rawhead's golden shower. I've never seen anything like that in a fucking movie. <laughs> and Coots yeah, they refer to it as baptizing. <laughs> oh my god. Um the 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 Declan he he goes inside after he like kicks this guy out and he touches the table. Oh, he's touching a table in the church. It's the altar. It's the altar. Yeah, and he's screaming and being, a like, somehow electrocuted and also somehow seeing Rawhead's point of view, which at this point Rawhead's just running through the woods, so it's not really <laughs> nothing to write home about there. Um. Some stress at the f- home of the uh, the photographer. Him and his him and his his wife is not is pissed. His wife's fucking pissed. She is also horny as hell, and he is not giving it up. He's like, "Sorry, I gotta go take a walk through the woods to look for <laughs> rawhead wreck. <laughs> I got work to do. Literally on vacation. <laughs> L- uh, dude, like you're on vacation. You're there to take pictures, and he's leaving at night. When she's like, "Let's fuck." And he's like, sorry. <laughs> like, takes his camera out at night to take unlit photographs with a fucking Polaroid camera. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, also, his kids are acting like fucking animals. They're just fucking screaming at each other. But they say they're only there for one more day. But that will change. Yes. We cut to uh, another local family. Um. And they notice the the husband notices uh, the barn doors are open. And he goes out there and he's just walking through the barn being like, just tell me who you are. <laughs> um, I could never fucking live in a barn after all the movies I've watched or live like with a barn. <laughs> I would have to fucking bur- tear the barn down. I-, I-, I couldn't do it, dude. I fucking couldn't do it. I would f- Imagine the one day where the fucking barn doors are flying open and you're like, um, pretty sure I locked those. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'd shit myself. I would fucking shit myself. Yeah, there's a, the, it has an extra element being on, like, open field and having a barn. Plus, and, there's, like, those, those real-life stories. Like, yeah, I was reading about... Dude, that's so funny that you say that because I, I was reading about one the other day. It was I think it was somewhere in Europe, but, um, farmland where... 
They think the killer was just like living in the barn Dude. for like a week, just watching, observing the family. I don't know, that makes me want to fucking throw up. <laughs> like, this fucking terrifying. Also, can we say like up to this point, it's kind of a a spooky moment here, right? It, it, I said that at the beginning. There, there are like genuinely like atmospheric scary scenes in this. Yeah, and even Rawhead. I mean, he looks kind of stupid, but the idea. What do you mean, kind of? <laughs> the idea, the idea of Rawhead. The idea of Rawhead is kind of fucking scary because in this moment, this guy is in the barn. Rawhead pops out, and Rawhead just starts fucking eating him in, in the middle of the lawn in the middle of the day. That's the other thing about this movie. There's no like, oh, he hunts in stealth for a long time and then they finally figure out people are dying. He's eating this man in the middle of the day and his wife looks out the window and is like, Jesus Christ. Dude, dude, he he attacks like mobs of people too. He's never I, once trying to be sneaky. No, it's kind of fucking wild. You don't see that. They kind of uh, removed as many tropes as they could, I feel like, from a horror movie. Yeah. They, they, they kind of just threw them all out. Um so he's eating this guy. And in this moment, it's kind of fucking scary because she's screaming. Rawhead turns and is like, oh, you're fucking next. And yeah. it is a chase through the house that is great. I, I really liked it. It, oh, it was unlike dude. other ones. The end. I, I get this scene now. Because, like, he's about to kill Jenny, the, right. the wife. He doesn't. And now knowing the end, like, I didn't put two and two together before. Like... But here's my thing. Why wouldn't he kill her? Because women can defeat him? Yeah. So you'd be like, that's the problem with it. Like, he should have been killing women. He's a t- He should yeah, be I a don't, terror I don't think. He, I don't think he can. Oh, oh, oh. Like, he can't touch I think. I, th- I think they're like kryptonite. Well, so here's what I... That, that would make sense if... <laughs> but I, this is where I have some issues too. That would make sense if um, later in the movie he didn't take a topless woman and fucking lift her up and throw her into a fucking tree. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all it was right. so fucking weird. Right. But here's here's the other thing that um, that uh, pagan symbol that that we find out is what you need to destroy him is the uh, symbol for fertility. So maybe because she's pregnant. She's pregnant in that scene. Okay. So maybe that was supposed to have something to do with it. But here's the thing. I think the director fucked it up. <laughs> but, but, yeah, 100%. But, but is the wife pregnant at the end? No. So, yeah. So no, then- listen. Listen. <laughs> the director fucking made a mess of this. I bet you Clive Barker's story is like, oh, that's fucking tight. <laughs> however he chose to do it you know what i mean i bet you're like oh that makes perfect fucking sense with like the whole the the women and the fertility i'm sure it makes perfect sense in clive barker's story but i think this guy was like ah. <laughs> just gonna do it this way fucking the fucking josh whedon as we talked about in the patreon bonus fucking the josh whedon treatment just being like yeah do we really need that <laughs> That makes too much sense. I'm just going to fucking chop that out. Why the fuck do we need that in this scene? So, uh, another gentleman, like, and you want to talk about, like, I I just love the pace of this, man. It just moves. It tells a story. And, like, there's no way the budget of this is big. Did you catch it? I don't think it is anywhere. I mean. No, I I didn't see it anywhere. But it can't be, dude. 
No. <laughs> why, why wouldn't you just make a better raw head? Um, this is... Dude, some of these fucking reviews, these fucking people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This well, we got a new one? Like, okay. No, no, no. Not our show. Uh, like, reviews of movies. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, like... Like, you look up, like, some information on fucking Rawhead Rex, and you get a 37-page fucking review of the movie. And I know we're going to sit here and talk about it for an hour and a half. <laughs> but, but, but like, holy moly. It's like, I all I want to know is the fucking budget. And this site is like, oh, like, it's, I don't even know. They think it's estimated budget was one and a half million in 86. And I, I don't think that's true. You think that's high? Yeah. 1.5? I mean, that's not a lot, right? Like, we know that to be no. true. But 86, it's it's a significant amount. And it would have all gone to, like... It would have just all gone to Rawhead. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean... Dude, I, I, I would buy that. Yeah, maybe. The special that's effects only had four weeks to make Rawhead Rex costume. Moreover, the Rawhead Rex costume was done with a single piece of latex skin. You, you don't fucking say. It's flopping around in every fucking scene. <laughs> in Clyde Barker's original story, Rawhead Rex was a nine-foot-tall demon. Well, this one was like 8'6". I'm pretty sure the guy's like, yeah, he's about 8'6". <laughs> with, like, with a face like raw meat, hence the name Rawhead. Right. See, that I don't agree with. Yeah. He doesn't look like Rami. This just looks like a fucking bozo. And again, as we learned, this guy was, this guy was, has been on Earth since before Christ. And no one, <laughs> these people in fucking Aramaic Egypt or wherever the fuck it was, they weren't like, oh, you know, he looks like fucking ground beef that we buy at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Better call him Rawhead. <laughs> Dude, have you... <laughs> I just I, I just pulled it up on Letterbox. Have you seen the the poster cover that they use? No. What? Why is Rawhead Rex doing the uh, the Judd Nelson from Breakfast Club pose? On the cover? <laughs> oh, so like, okay, okay. I know exactly what you're fucking talking about. It, it's it, dude. Some of the artwork of this again, like I th- I thought this was like Tammy and the T Rex shit. Like I thought this was like. I thought this raw head was gonna like talk and be like, uh, like I don't know, like like a fucking monster squad shit, like like a goofball thing. You know what I mean? And it yeah. is dead serious. <laughs> oh my god, um, fucking nuts. Uh, the comic, like I'm just reading more about this. Peter Mayhew was originally considered to play Rawhead. Wow, Rex, Chewbacca himself. But he cost too much money. <laughs> Um, Heinrich von Schellendorf worked out for two months in order to get in shape to play Rawhead Rex. (laughs) (laughs) Moreover, by the way, Heinrich von whatever, um, he, uh, he's been in one film. Rawhead Rex. (laughs) Wait, how many weeks did he work out for? Uh, he worked out for two months. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> moreover it took two hours to put on his makeup for rawhead dude 
Two is, hours is how, nothing. Dude, Jim Carrey is like, <laughs> he has interviews where he's like, it took 17 hours to become the Grinch every fucking day. I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> also, how are they putting, how and why are they putting makeup on this guy? He's in a fucking, they just said he's in a single piece of latex. That's, dude, it's the fucking horse mask. It just flops on his fucking head. There's no way it took two hours. There's no fucking. <laughs> you just slip that on. Are you kidding me? Um, sorry, I'm just. Ronan Wilmot screamed at the top of his lungs and pounded on a table for his audition as De- Declan O'Brien. Yeah, that makes sense. Seems like his fucking MO. <laughs> Alright. Um, well, those are the fun facts from uh, IMDB on this guy. And uh, just a bunch of facts being like, it was freezing cold when they made this. See, these are the people that are going to give us a zero-star review when they hear, <laughs> hear this. <laughs> these people love raw head wrecks, baby. Oh, my goodness. Alright. Um... And by the way, I don't. I, I kind of like. I love Rawhead Rex. Actually, I think it's pretty fucking great. But Rawhead just I, looks I, so stupid. That, that that's what I'm saying. I, I would watch this again in a second, and I think it's good. I think it could have been great if they did anything other than spend two hours p- p- putting a mask on this fucking idiot. <laughs> well, we get another guy who is. Um, I don't know what he's doing. Delivering hay milking a cow i I don't know he he has both items i'm not sure what he's doing but he shows up and he he sees the fucking devastation that rawheads fucking caused (laughs) he freaks out and then he finds the wife who we learn was not eaten because that was kind of left up in the air right Uh, yes (laughs) they ask her what happens (laughs) she decides to play charades (laughs) She's like, like, like mimicking a monster and then starts sort of roaring like one and then starts like crying. <laughs> it's a little weird how, how these people that survive raw head encounters react. Cause like literally none of them will just speak to the police and be like, it was a fucking monster, which is literally all the police need. What, like somebody's like, I think it's a monster. And they're like, Oh, come on. And then like, you know, finally one of the witnesses corroborates it and they're like, Oh Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, like maybe he's right. <laughs> I, I'm I'm on the cop side in this one. I'm going to be honest with you. First of all, a guy shows up and he's from fucking America. And he's like, yeah, uh, I think I know who committed those murders. And they're like, oh, God, please tell us. And he's like, uh, I don't know, uh, but I saw a monster last night. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, okay, cool. Like, you're not going to start fucking sending out a, a police unit. Right for him, and then it wasn't until later when they're like, "Oh yeah, this is a this might be a fucking monster," right. and everyone's like, "Jesus, yeah!" Now you're now you realize that, and it's like, "Yeah," because they couldn't take one guy's fucking word for it, one American's word for it. <laughs> I mean, you honestly, how many people would it take you to be like, "Okay, maybe a monster's real"? It would take me seeing it <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the, for these police to be like. One guy and one drawing from a kid to be like, fuck, I think it's a fucking monster. <laughs> like, that's pretty fucking solid. And especially in a horror movie world where, like, even in Scream movies where they're like, Scream 3, when they're like, listen, I think he's back. They're like, oh, Jesus Christ, give it a break. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ghostface isn't back. We captured him. We captured him twice now. 
no possible way that's happening. Get out of town. <laughs> so for them, for them to do this, I that's, approve. That's a great point about Scream. It's always a copycat killer, and they're always like, there can't be a copycat. <laughs> we, we already caught him. The fourth Dead. time there's been a copycat. Yeah. <laughs> That would never happen again. Who would have, who in their right mind would do that again? There's another scream coming out, right? There is. Can... With uh Nev Campbell. With Nev Campbell and uh Cox. What's her name? Courtney. Courtney Cox. <laughs> Was she the one in uh Bruce Springsteen's music video? Wait. Dancing in the Dark. I think it, I think that was Demi, Demi Moore, right? Mm-hmm. The, I feel like I feel like Courtney Cox would have been way too young. Courtney Cox, Bruce Springsteen. Yep, Dancing in the Dark, baby. It was Courtney Cox. Yeah, dude, she's like a baby in that. Huh. Which, oh. speaking of, can I just say something too? <clears throat> I, we, we talked about all that in uh, in our Patreon episode. I had one major problem with all that that I forgot to mention. There is an, epi- yeah. there is an episode where the kids are playing Spin the Bottle. Um, and then do you remember the guy, Kevin, the stage manager, Kevin, who like would come back and be like, five minutes, five minutes. <laughs> yes, I do. He walks in on them playing Spin the Bottle and he's like, oh, I've never played Spin the Bottle. And one of the girls lands on him. For spin the bottle, and like, yeah. thank God they all acted horrified. But he was like, "Ooh!" And then he like closed his eyes and was like getting ready for a kiss with a child. He's like a bald middle aged man, <laughs> and he's like puckering his lips. And I'm like, "That is so fucking alarming <laughs> to see." And these are children, <laughs> like babies in that show. It was fucking wild to see. I, and I was just like, "This is fucking weird. This is so Kevin fucking." Was- Kevin was the fucking worst. Kevin was the worst. <laughs> and like they Why was dude, I feel like his headset was like five times larger than anybody's headset ever was. <laughs> it, it was. It was. And by the way, the cast relentlessly mocks him on the show. And, and it's obviously a bit, but I feel like it's fucking genuine. <laughs> I mean, look at him. <laughs> Josh Sherver rips on him so hard in one episode that I was like, I would honestly cry. I would fucking cry if I were, <laughs> if I were Kevin, like I would leave the set and I'd probably fucking cry and be like, dude, they fucking hate, they fucking hate me. <laughs> Either they hate me or whoever wrote that fucking despises, <laughs> despises me. <laughs> they just fucking shit all over him. <laughs> anyway, we should probably talk about Rawhead Rex. Um yes. <laughs> Fucking fucking weird weirdos. Uh Sean, Sean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just Googled Kevin. Because he was he was like a middle aged man, right? Dude, yes. he, he was only he was only thirty two and all that. <laughs> Joe, he looks like my fucking dad right now. Dude, he looks dude, he, he looks fucking terrible. <laughs> That's actually Sean, alarming. He, I'm thirty five. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He he looked like Coach Crichton and, and that was Kel playing because he had the same hair, you know, the bald head with, like, the hair on the side. <laughs> the skull head. Oh, my God, dude. He looks fucking terrible. And even besides the balding, he looks like a fucking... He looks old as fuck. Like, he's aged. His face is aged. <laughs> Imagine if he's Three the listener of the show. <laughs> I hope. I think I hope. 
you think all that is behind you and those kids mocking you is behind you? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm going to sit down and listen to my favorite podcast, The Horse Show. <laughs> so I don't have to think about all that. <laughs> the trauma of all that. Oh, fuck it. That's fucking funny. <laughs> All right. So the wife, uh, the wife it survives. The The wife survives that, uh, the, that attack. She's sent to the hospital. Um, I'm trying to think about, oh, um, oh, I, I guess I detailed this whole fucking thing. I detailed that entire scene where he's like chasing her. I don't know why. Um, we see some scenes cut in between where this priest, this, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Declan. Declan. Declan is, uh, acting crazy and really good. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of, um, like the acting in exorcist three. It, it was super intense, like super intense. And in a good way. Like, I, I thought he fucking nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, dude, it's like, I know I know I'm jumping ahead here, but there's a, it's like borderline goofy and borderline awesome uh, when, what's the fat idiot's name? Coots. Coots is confronting Declan after Declan gets pissed on. Yeah. And, and, and he's like, Declan, you're a man of God. And Declan cackles and goes, God, he is God. And, like, the way that he says that is awesome. But then it, then it cuts to Rawhead Rex's dumb face. <laughs> <laughs> also, can we talk about Rawhead Rex's, like, signature howl, which is not really a howl. It's just a guy being like, and everyone's confused by the sound as if it doesn't like you, you're not like, that's a fucking man. <laughs> and regardless of whether it's Rex or not, you're like, that is a fucking maniac. That, that is just a man screaming out in the fucking woods. <laughs> but, but the, the point I was making is the guy that plays Declan is all in on his performance. Like this guy, this guy is giving it his all. Dude, he, besides that, because I had that note written down too, where he's like, he is God. There's another one. Oh, yeah. It's it's the um, the photographer, Howard. Uh, yeah. Who, he has a line that I fucking love, which is, um, also that Declan guy. <laughs> he mixes like his great lines with these insane lines, which again, they're, they're, they're said so earnestly that it, it works. <laughs> when he tells the priest... Get upstairs, fuckface. I can't, I can't keep God waiting. <laughs> you call him fuckface. <laughs> um, but the fucking, uh, the photographer, Howard, he, he had a line about, like, the devil that was so fucking good where, oh, we're like the main, that fucking idiot Coot. He, uh, Coot's like, oh, well, like, you don't believe in the devil, but like, that looks like the fucking devil to me. And he's like, he's like, I forget what he says, but he's like, I think he inspired, he's like, something started the rumor or like something had to start the rumor. And I was like, that's fucking tight. Like Rawhead Rex is what people interpreted as the devil who was running around before Christ. I was like, that's fucking tight. Like, that's so good. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, I would, (laughs) if people saw that thing running around, of course that's what you (laughs) 
Um, so we see some cops. They're doing cop stuff. They become they become kind of uh, integral into the plot here. Um, they do. Yeah, and and they're assuming that the husband did it because the husband's missing. Meanwhile, we watch Rawhead dragging his ass through the woods. <laughs> his fucking bloody carcass through the woods. Um, and then Rawhead, you, you know, this is his preliminary attack. You assume he'll lay low or, like, go off, do other shit. He immediately heads to a fucking trailer park. <laughs> like, immediately. Like, next scene is, like, a trailer park and Rawhead running around, <laughs> around it. Yeah. Which, like, hell yeah, that is a feeding frenzy at the trailer park, baby. Which, that's like his M.O., because he'll go to another, like, very populated place. I, I think it's the same trailer park. Okay. Because, <laughs> I, so I think what it was, was, I think, which, they, by, by the way, not your fault, because they didn't really elaborate on it. They kind of mentioned it once, because the, the photographer, Howard, just keeps being like, uh, I think he wants his land back. He says it like three times, like, but th- it's never elaborated on. And then eventually they catch him again at the trailer park, and he's like, "See, he wants his land." <laughs> so I think the, so- I think the plot was that the trailer park was like his stomping grounds. Got it. In the day, back in the day, he, that was where he was hanging. Hanging. Well, when hanging. he. When he goes back, hang in a pen. <laughs> Imagine Rawhead Rex fucking. Uh, dude, when he goes back, somebody tries to fist fight him. <laughs> yes. It's fu- dude, giving him fucking. fucking Kidney shots. Kidney <laughs> Yes. That's what I was, I was trying to think of like the boxing term for body shots. Like fucking just blasting him in the kidneys. <laughs> the thing is nine feet tall, a monster. <laughs> like. It's just so funny. Dude going to town on the fucking kidneys, just pounding away. Um, he doesn't do anything at the trailer park this time. He just smashes a kid's toy. Um, it steps on it. Yeah. yeah, he steps on his toy, and then, uh, but then he does hang up the the guy and starts eating and, him in the woods. Who, who, by the way, this this guy deserved it, if you ask me. Which guy, Andy? Oh, oh, he hangs up the guy that he just got. No, so, he hangs up the, the husband of the, the pregnant Yeah, Jenny's first. husband. Yeah, Dennis, yeah. whatever. Oh, no. Andy Andy should be fucking killed. And, and, and the fact and he, that the movie ends. <laughs> the fact that the movie ends with, like, somebody paying respects to Andy is fucking bullshit. That, dude, the kid that, dude, the kid that got his toy smashed. Isn't that yeah, the kid that's paying yeah. respects? Which, Andy was an enormous piece of shit to this kid. Uh, Andy's last words to that kid were like, I'm going to fucking kill you the next time I see you. <laughs> Dude, Andy, Andy's, dude, Andy, a thousand percent deserved it. <laughs> Why did that kid pay respects to him? So Andy, Andy's trying to get laid, right? And like he is very creepy and very pushy. The girls always very just pushy. like, yeah, I don't know. And he's like, uh, well, we're gonna go and do this. Like just demands it. And the kids always just like, hey, can I have this? He's like, fuck you, you piece of shit. Like I'm gonna smash your face and like. <laughs> Yeah, there's and nothing redeemable. About the girl it. is never once interested in his advances, and like the kid's like, "I'm hungry," and he's like, "This is all your fucking fault, you piece of shit." <laughs> <laughs> and then he forces the girl into the woods, thinking that'll help. And then even yeah. in the woods, she's like, "Can can you please not?" All, all we hear is a man screaming in the background <laughs> that neither of us are that alarmed about. It's just like <laughs> in the background. <laughs> He's like, I'm just not in the mood with that screaming. And he's like, oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> you motherfucker. 
get a grip. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, the boy that gets his toy broke, he gets traumatized because he watches Rawhead eat that guy. Um, Rawhead sees him, but does not do anything to him. So, Rawhead, Rawhead's weird who he picks and chooses. He is. He is. Um, it's really fucking odd. Oh, here, here in this, at this point in the movie, I had a note here to ask you, why did, what did you think of Rawhead's special effects? <laughs> I think you've covered pretty, crit- pretty critically. I love that I wrote that so, like, innocently. <laughs> Let's, let's get so, Joe's thoughts on the special it's, effects. It's so late into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Rawhead catches him. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, so... The the two kids are out also out in the woods, right? Yeah. Now, they're, they're necking in the woods. She wants nothing to do with it. Um, they hear Rawhead. She starts... I forget whether they start running because of the raw head noises or what. But, they're yeah, they're running. They're running through the woods. They're trying to get back to the trailer park. Raw head pops out, and he fucking kills that guy. So the girl, the girl, the guy gets caught. The girl keeps running, right? And she comes out to the trailer park, and she's, like, she's screaming. And they're all congregated around the kid who's, like, having, like, PTSD from seeing raw head eat a guy. And the girl, like, is telling the story and then raises her hand. And you see she's still holding her boyfriend's hand who's been fucking... I love that. Decimated. That is the sickest thing, dude. (laughs) But also, right before she she does that, she's clearly traumatized. And the group of people are just screaming at her, being like, spit it up. (laughs) (laughs) Will you talk, you fucking idiot? (laughs) You fucking... A fucking cast got your tongue. But yeah, dude, holding on to your boyfriend's severed hand the entire way. I love that. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it has so so many, like, effective moments. Yeah. Oh, I fucking love it. Our photographer buddy, uh, Howard, he sees, (laughs) he sees fucking, he, he has like a Bigfoot moment. Like, what was those Bigfoot film called where he's walking through the woods? (laughs) Not the Zapruder, but something like that. Um, wait, 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 Bigfoot walking through the woods? Yeah, that mo- that the oh, 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 um, uh, the Patterson film. Yes, yes, he's got his Patterson film with Rawhead Rex here because he's just like walking down the street and Rawhead just walks across like a moonlit sky <laughs> and like locks eyes with him and then just keeps walking. <laughs> oh man! And now the town folk they're 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 upset. And they go looking for, for for fucking Rawhead. And they're finding bodies. And uh, they find the first victim, which is kind of cool. They go back to that. They find him. Um, and no one knows much. So there's no scene where they're like, this was the first guy. Because uh, they wouldn't know that. Uh, they're just like, oh, this is the third one we found. And I was like, that's fucking, that's good writing right there. Um, the photographer then... Howard, he goes to the cops, and this is when he's like, uh, I saw an inhuman creature that I uh, think also murders people, <laughs> which does not work. He then goes to the church to pull records. Sean, Sean, one cop says, maybe we should, like, you know, listen to him. Or, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Out. And the other cop responds by just p- putting out his cigar into his coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. I'm fine with that. I think that's fair. <laughs> uh, 
Um, he then goes to the church to pull the records, but they're like, hey, the, uh, the, the records don't exist anymore. And by, by the way, while all this has happened, dude, I feel like I would love to get some more information from the set of this. Because in scenes where Declan is not in them, he's just in the corner breathing heavily. <laughs> and I feel like that is a, a choice. I feel like he was like, can I can I just like be around the corner breathing? Because like in this scene, he's just outside the door being like... <sighs> so fucking weird. Uh, he... he uh, Howard also transcribes the, uh, the uh, stained glass... And it says, death goes in fear of what it cannot be. Which, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I wrote that down assuming it would tie into the fucking end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> Don't think it does. Don't think it fucking does. And then, and then as I was rereading, I was like, maybe this ties into the the woman, the woman thing, the fertility thing. And it doesn't. So. <laughs> and then, the, then uh, Declan shows up and smashes his camera. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Dude, I, I did smashing. He smashes it like somebody's glasses fell on the ground, right? <laughs> it's a huge camera. This is a camera from 1986. Like, <laughs> smashes it with ease, stepping on it. Oh my God, uh, the family. Then, also, oh. dude, the main character, uh, the unfortunately named actor David Dukes. Um, <laughs> that's his name. Really, yeah, I know. Terrible. <laughs> um, was oh his reaction. Is like this guy legitimately just smashed this guy's fucking camera, dude? Isn't it? And it's so good. It's such a fucking realistic reaction where it's like, I want to fucking kill you right now because it's like, it, dude, it's like a delayed moment of disbelief. Yes. You know, like you yes. don't you, like because usually in, in movies, like someone would react immediately, but he like takes a second to absorb it and be like, you motherfucker, calls him a cunt and chokes him. <laughs> He's like, I am gonna get the fuck out of here, and that's so lucky for you that like I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> Uh, after that, the family decides to take a day trip. Were the kids reading Secret Wars 2, baby? <laughs> nice, nice pick. Too bad you're dead. Dude, I can't I can't believe that they, they killed this kid off. Bro. And it was such like... Dude, the whole scene and the setup was honestly awesome. Because first off, they're driving, and the, mo- the wife yep. is like, I saw something in the field. So the dad's like, do you want to go back? And... The wife says yes for some reason. Because if I thought I saw something terrifying, I'd be like, keep driving as far as you could. Yeah. But they back up, and it's a scarecrow. It's also the scariest looking scarecrow I've ever fucking seen in my life. <laughs> so, you, so you have the fake out there. But like as a viewer, you're kind of on edge being like, yes. Rex is going to pop out behind the scarecrow, right? Yeah. He doesn't. No. So then they stop because the girl has to piss. The daughter has to use the bathroom. Yeah. So they send her off, and she's screaming. So you're like, yep. oh, fuck. It's Rawhead Rex. They go and it's just a dead rabbit that the girl sees. Yeah, scared. Uh, and then they stand by the dead rabbit for like twenty five minutes for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and Rawhead Rex does show up, and the kids in the car. The dad is so bad at saving his fucking son. He's awful. He runs He's really to the weird. gate, and then, and and then just like all he had to do was like yell or like distract Rawhead, right? And he does nothing until after Rawhead already eats the kid. Also, the fence that they like climbed over was like had like. <laughs> two strings of like wire attached to it and for somehow he went to the gate that was like full it was it was like a fucking cage it was like a fucking 
the gate of a cage. It was insane that he even found that out there. It, it made no <laughs> sense. Fucking, he literally just had to walk three feet the, like left or right and could just find like a shitty wood fence he could hop over. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, yeah, he's all fought saving his kid. And that kid gets eaten and he comes up to the car. You just see the kid chew and blood everywhere. And for a moment, I thought that kid was going to survive. Like, and, and like, be, like, some, I don't know, like, Rawhead wouldn't eat him. But, dude, the, fu- the kid's fucking gone. The kid fucking He's ate, gone. ate that yeah. fucking kid up. And they make sure to tell you, like, immediately. The cops are like, we're sorry your kid got eaten, but it's not our fault. But, and I mentioned in the beginning, the family's reaction to this is, like, A-plus acting. Oh, the, the dad and daughter are are yeah. grieving the entire time. The dad is so angry and like screaming, being like, "You don't fucking understand! Like, you don't know." It's really here. fucking like, good. It's yeah. really fucking good. Um, and yeah, unlike other tropes, the police are like, "Hey, man, I think this fucking guy might be fucking right." <laughs> there's no, there's no one to be like, "Just shut the fuck up." There's no monster. There's nothing like that. They're just like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> yeah. Fucking great. So. Dad's mad. He goes back to the church. Um, and then he gets a little more info from Declan, who says that they buried him alive, that, that Rawhead had been buried alive. Um, and they just kind of assumed he would die, <laughs> die, I guess. And then he goes, the Dark Ones come back. They always do, which is fucking tight. And, oh, wait, it wasn't Declan. This is with fucking Coot. Um, because that's when... He's like, I don't believe in the devil, but I believe something started the rumor, which is like, oh, fuck it. That, like, Rawhead as a concept works. Like, the whole concept is fucking great. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, these priests love touching that satanic table, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Even though every time they do, they're like, ah! <laughs> it cripples them. <laughs> fucking insane. Um, by the way, fucking Howard's solution to op- touch that altar is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Because it, it just like what, with the candlestick, it's so common sense. Yeah, like <laughs> he touches it and he has the, the reaction of like, ah, and he's like, yeah, just grabs a fucking candlestick, opens it Dude, e- and, easily, <laughs> and Declan is watching from across the room, being like, mother of god, <laughs> he cracked, he's, the code. he's cracked the code, yeah. <laughs> We all just keep laying our hands on it like a fucking hot stove. <laughs> uh, Rawhead goes back to the campsite where he raises fucking hell. Yeah. He this, t- is, this is where the guy fucking hits him with the one-two punch. He's yeah. Obviously he, dude, he tips over a fucking trailer. He eats one guy, throws a topless <laughs> woman into a tree. Guy, He's got one guy. He's choking one guy up against a trailer. Another guy's giving him kidney punches. He just punches that guy in the fucking face. <laughs> Oh man! So and then someone finally pulls out a gun and shoots at him. Um, and, but I don't know whether he missed or whether it was intentional. But he hits a propane tank behind him, which infuriates Rawhead Rex, and he runs. He runs, which they should not have filmed him running because he looks like when mascots run at baseball games, and like the head is like kind of about to pop off. And they're running in like a kind of delicate manner, you know, what I, you know what I mean? Because they can't fucking see. That is exactly how Rawhead's running. It's fucking wild. Anyway, 
Um, the cops they go looking for uh, they, they go looking for Rawhead though, right? Yep. And <laughs> which goes south so fast because Rawhead just immediately shows up, dismantles the car. Rips off a door, kills one guy. The other guy that survives drives away and then immediately just flips the car on a Dukes of Hazard stuff. <laughs> a random ramp in the back roads of Ireland. He just go, goes flying off of it, <laughs> flips over. Oh, man. And he hypnotizes one of them. Oh, does he hypnotize the one that comes back and lights himself on fire? Yes. Okay, that's cool yeah, then. Because because that. It's it's the chief, right? It's it's the guy who didn't believe. Yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't realize that that's who was in that car. I guess. Yeah, because because they're all like, um, you know, we gotta do something. Because uh, because Rawhead Rex comes out holding. Is it Coots that he's holding? He's holding yeah, he's something. Coming out, Coots over his head. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they're all like, "Well, we gotta shoot," and they're like, "Well, maybe maybe we shouldn't because that guy's." Might still be alive. Yeah. And then the guy that he hypnotized just goes to the car and starts pouring gasoline all over everybody in the vicinity. Fucking lights everyone on fire and himself. <laughs> Which, you know, why didn't anyone stop him? Because he had, they had more than enough time shoot to stop him. him. Just he, he, shoot him. Dude, he was doing, just fucking slug him. Like, he's pouring gasoline all over your feet, like all over your fucking car. Mess. And the girl's standing there. <laughs> um, yeah. And also, we finally get to the scene where. Declan um, is waiting in a cemetery and Rawhead shows up and he's going, you came, you came. The great pumpkin. And we cut to fucking Coots who, who is like, what the fuck is that noise out there? So he goes outside. He hides behind a grave. He's watching them horrified as Rawhead starts pissing all over this guy in his fucking face. It's like when fucking Rob Lowe is hosing down Tommy Boy with fucking gasoline. <laughs> Spraying him in the fucking mouth. Getting pissed on my rod probably fucking stinks. What what does his dick look like and what does it smell like? <laughs> you know the answer to both. It looks exactly like you'd expect it. What? It smells even worse. So, if Rawhead was supposed to look like a dick, would his dick then look like what Rawhead looks like now? <laughs> so, wait. So, so, you're talking about it, if it was the actual vision, oh, Rawhead Rex yes. would just look like a dick, but his dick would look like Rawhead's <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I'm, like, on, have, I'm on board. Have Rawhead's board. face and shitty hair. <laughs> Fucking raw dog Rex, what? baby. Like 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 Almer, <laughs> yes, Almer, exactly like Almer. God, I fucking hate Almer. Uh, Wait, who's the guy that does his voice? It's not Sven Gulli, right? It's it's the other guy. Um, Zachary, Zachary, Zachary. It's fucking yeah. the idiot Zachary. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> fucking Almer. Um, horror movies are funny, man. They're fucking the weirdest scene in the world, dude. Like, <laughs> people put exactly that shit. like a dude, like a, a prim and proper guy, <laughs> just an old yeah. He, he, he's like the thespian of of the horror world. Right? He really like, is. He's like the Shakespearean host. Voice. He's also out. like a thousand. He's been a thousand years old. Like from the There's time no he started. The, that's true, but there's there's no way he's still alive. No, he's dead. Zachary is dead. But I don't think he died that long ago, dude. Like I feel yeah. like 
I feel like it was like six years ago, is my guess. <laughs> it was five years ago. It was it? Yeah. Dude, yeah. it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> he looks a hundred when he was like in his prime. <laughs> Um, so the priests then have a scene, Declan and Coots, the two worst names in the world. Not, not, I guess Declan's not, Declan's kind of a normal name, right? Right. Um, they basically have like a huge theology argument. Um, and, and, you know, Declan's been hiding the records and saying that he's been there before Christ and Rawhead, that's what they called him, Rawhead. (laughs) It was so weird. Um, but essentially, he's like, he's using Coots as a sacrifice to Rawhead. Right. And that is when Rawhead comes out um, <laughs> and just carrying Coots over his head. And it's him versus the fucking cops, except for the one cop that lights himself on fire, which, and just screaming, for you, for you. <laughs> and while all this is happening, the fucking Howard is just at his house with his kids. He's just like, eh, I guess I should go check this out. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts fighting. He gets there and he starts fighting Declan immediately. Right. Well, the guy smashes the camera. Even if he didn't think he was possessed or involved with Rawhead, he should be. Yeah. And burns him with a hot book, <laughs> <laughs> a flaming book, baby. Um, <laughs> He finally goes, checks the, the, the altar, lit, which causes him pain. So he uses a candlestick to fucking open it up. <laughs> and he found what, at first, I genuinely thought, because I'm Irish and it's an Irish movie, I thought he pulled out a fucking potato. And I was <laughs> I was like, this is fucking weird. Why, why is this? Why is this fucking happening? But it is a pagan statue. And I believe yes. it's a fertility, which they don't say, but I looked it up myself and it looks like the fertility symbol. Um <laughs> And uh, which would have been like kind of cool if they, you know, <laughs> brought that into it. But, um, you know, th- that's not what they do. So, <laughs> uh, but like, again, you're like kind of piecing it together where you're like, oh, it's a woman. Um, and he, ne- you, he kind of never attacked women in the movie. So you're like, oh, maybe that, that has something to do with it. Yeah. Um, and Rawhead and Howard, they face off. Um, also, Rawhead eats the priest. He eats Declan for some reason, and Declan like becomes Declan, like, dude, Declan loves it too. He's like, "Please take me." Yeah, I mean, which makes sense. He just got pissed on. <laughs> <laughs> but Declan's also auto-tuned, so as he gets eaten, he's like, "Oh!" <laughs> it's like a really fucking weird voice, like uh, audio modulation with it. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Um, the dad is trying to use the pagan statue. Nothing fucking works, though. And Rawhead's just about to fucking kill him. And then his wife shows up, grabs the statue, holds it up, and then Rawhead gets fucked up with blue electricity. (laughs) Which is cool, but it also is so long, dude. Like, Rawhead is just being, like, engulfed by blue electricity for, like, seven minutes. He's fucking pissed. He's just, like, rolling around. There's electricity all over him. (laughs) it's fucking weird um also a blue witch kind of pops out of it for a while (laughs) that was a little weird and that's that's suddenly when howard's like oh it was women all along (laughs) (laughs) what dude which which 
if you, if you really break it down, like Howard has no clue about anything, right? No, he has just no there idea. on vacation. He's suffering grief. Like, why would he put any of this together? Like, why is he? Why is he so like rational about this? Like, there's a fucking monster, and like the statue is killing him, and also a witch just showed up. Like, I would at not this, be like it was woman all along, right? At this point, the rational thought would be like, I think my wife is a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> Or like, my wife is somehow related to Rawhead Rex, and I don't know why, why this or is Or I'm just going to go fucking kill myself now, because life is meaningless. <laughs> this is this is fucking insanity. This, this, never this rewrites the world's history. <laughs> <laughs> Everything we know about life has been rewritten. Um, yeah. They trap his soul, kind of-ish, in, a, in the statue. Um, and he falls into a crypt and, and she just drops the fucking statue into the crypt and no one seems to fucking be like, Hey, I think we should fucking take, take that with us. <laughs> I think we should take our one weapon with us. Um, but that's, that's it, man. That that's how it ends. And then it cuts to the next day. Um, the kid from the trailer park is visiting, uh, <laughs> his abusive neighbor. <laughs> Fucking Andy, yeah. Visiting Andy's grave and like mourning him and laying flowers to rest for him. And um, he walks away and uh, fucking Rawhead Rex's stupid head pops up. Why is he resurrected? <laughs> Dude, it's a solid ending to the fucking movie. That ending is tight. You know what I mean? Like, end with the family leaving, like, you know, like going home to America. Yeah. And being like, boy, that was a fucking... What a nightmare. <laughs> what a yeah, fucking what, trip. What a disaster. <laughs> we lost our son, We, but we're together. <laughs> we defeated you know, evil incarnate. Uh, <laughs> Instead, Robert pops up for the Rex sequel. Pop? <laughs> <laughs> for the fucking sequel. It's such a solid movie, too. Like You don't need Rawhead Rex, too. <laughs> oh, boy. And that is Rawhead Rex guys yes what a what a movie what a fucking movie i'm so excited so um next we, 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 we got away from this uh, past couple weeks like past couple months would you recommend it yeah oh yeah you gotta see rawhead rex and i, I think do. it's on shutter um for those of you that it have it, it is. Uh, um check it out i i i do love it i actually do love it rawhead rex looks fucking dumb but i've i've seen worse probably <laughs> I, the Remember that movie, uh, Cellar Dweller? Yeah, didn't we do it? We did. That's he reminds me of Cellar Dweller, which <laughs> kind of pisses me off because <laughs> Cellar Dweller sucks, but and like Rawhead Rex shouldn't be on that level. Oh yes, okay. I just had to pull up the picture, dude. Cellar Dweller was so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a large goonie, <laughs> yeah. which is not great, <laughs> right? Um, all right. So next week actually is, uh, by the time, actually by the time this comes out, Saturday is our live show. Oh shit. Yeah. Unless we want to push it off. I'll do it. No, we'll do it. All right. So live show this Saturday, Uh, Joe, are we doing fucking (laughs) Theodore Rex? Theodore Rex. You want to do it for the live show? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Sold. I don't think it's anywhere to watch, though. Wait, it's got to be on YouTube, right? There's no fucking way. 
Dude. Whoopi's <laughs> holding out. Whoopi's fucking holding out. Dude. Theater. Okay, it's in full on fucking YouTube. This is what we're doing. Dude, of fucking course. Dude, uh, my favorite thing is when a movie is so bad, like Stone Cold. Usually when you have to find a full movie on YouTube, you kind of have to. It's like, it's not like titled well. You know what I mean? It's kind of like just a name and like letters. But when a movie is so bad that they like put a very descriptive title. Theodore Rex's is New Line Cinema presents Theodore Rex 1995 movie. (laughs) Literally asking for YouTube to take it down, and they're like, meh, I don't know. It's fine. Fucking let it be. Leave, leave, leave it be. Are we doing... Theodore. So Theodore Rex is the movie. I'm so, I'm all on board. Okay. So guys, Theodore Rex this Saturday. <laughs> this is so stupid. I'm sure people are like, let's... All right, we'll do a horror movie for the next one. We'll do a horror movie for the next live show. Um... And then, so we'll do that for the live show. That's going to be fucking fun. And then, um, oh, see, I've got movies lined up for your birthday that I, I can't talk, talk to you about. Um, <laughs> but I'm, so I'm just trying to like plan around it. So we'll come up with something. Maybe we'll have the uh, live show viewers like vote on it. We'll, I'm, I'm down with it. We'll come up with a list and let them vote on the movie that we do next for the next that week. Although that that doesn't make sense because we have to record like the next day. The next day. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. Um, I'll come up with something. Should we do? Uh, should we get into? Uh, okay, I've got a list here. I'm going to send it over to you because um, there's some interesting ones that people sent us when I asked for recommendations. So. All right, um, guys, thank you so much for the support. Um, I We are going to put the re- remaining merch. All the orders are done. Everyone's happy. Um, no returns or anything, so it's all set. So I'm ready to sell the remaining we have. So if you missed out, stay fucking tuned. Follow us on Instagram um, at I Hate Horror. Um, that is where I'll post the announcement. Um, I I should have probably put back up that email list thing that I had before, but, um, next time around. And I do think we'll do another run. I think we'll do another run soon in another color. So if you did miss out and we don't have your size right now, um, we will do something else soon. And I I think we'll try and make the merch drops like twice a year now, like spring and fall. I like it. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, so do that, uh, facebook.com slash I hate horror, I hate horror.com and patreon.com. If you want to see the live show about Theodore Rex, um, you're going to have to be mangled tier, um, or we'll be selling tickets. Go to I hate horror.com. The link will be there to, to purchase tickets for that. Um, but our Patreon members in the $15 mangle expert tier, they get free, they get in free. It's really just for them really. So, um, yeah, and that's 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 it, right? Patreon.com slash I hate horror. I don't think I have anything else. Joe, where can they find you? Uh Instagram, Boognish1985. And that's a wrap, guys. Thank you all so much. Really appreciate it. Love being back. We say it every time, but I just can't help it. I can't help it. Um and that's it, guys. So for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. I wanna play I'm gonna watch what I'm not supposed to watch <laughs> 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 <laughs>
My my dad was here all day today. So, uh, <laughs> he had no business being here. So uh, again, if you're still if you're still listening at this point, and I sounded low energy, uh, I apologize, Sean. The fucking guy. You, you can edit this out. The the fucking guy. Like he's like, hey, um, I just wanted to like, because if you are listening. My dad is handy. Like, like, don't get me wrong. He's like super very, handy. Like, very. He can look at things and be like, "This is what needs to be done." Like, I can't do that, right? Right. But he, but the things that he wants to do <laughs> are like a fucking idiot could do it, right? Like, and it's like it's like a math. It's a catch twenty two because it's like emasculating. Because like, like, I'm gonna come over and do this, and it's like, Dad, I, I'm more than capable of doing that. Like, and then I gotta tell my wife, like, Hey, my dad's coming over to do this, and. She'd be like, well, I, I could literally do that. You know? like, <laughs> like, why does he need to come over? But then also, on the other side, like, it's stuff that, like, I, I, I would just put off. Right. It's not something that need, nobody nobody in their right fucking mind <laughs> would look at the grand list of things that need to be done and be like, well, I got to do this. For and me. make like, that like, a priority. Like, I, right. I, honestly, nobody would. So, so it's like a catch-22 because it's like, I don't want him to do it, but also – he's willing to do it and it would just be done. Like, it could get done. Right. Right. So like, and, and again, Sean, this is just me talking to you. So I don't care if you, if you cut this, but like, um, all, all week he was like, can I please come and like patch this spot in your basement? I'm like, no, like we're fucking moving in. Like, are you kidding me? Like we've been near you every single day. The last fucking four months, like no, you're not coming over. And then they'd be like, "Come on, let me come over." Like I think I might have some time off. And like even even Tina was like, "No, like can we just be with our kids, like in our new house, like yeah. and enjoy it and set it up." And he's like, "Hey, I have Friday off. Can I just come and and, and do it?" So you know, Tina Tina's like the nicest person. She's like, "Just let him, like just let him. It'll probably like make him happy. It's probably like bored, like you know, old fucking bored." <laughs> So I was like, Tina, this is a mistake. Like, I don't want him to. So, but, but she talked me into it. So we're like, yeah, you, you can come. Like, if you have the day off, just fucking come. But I was like, Dad, I'm working from home. Tina's working from home. Like, we can't help you. Because that's the other thing. He'll come and, like, do things. I'll be like, hey, can one of you come here and, like, hold this for me? And just make you, like, stand there for, for including Tina. Make you stand there for, like, 45 minutes while he measures the same thing 300 times. Dude, so all I want to do is pat patch the the spot of the basement right we're like fine you you can come like we can't fucking help you like, the door will be unlocked like i'll probably be in meetings just fucking come and patch it shows up when he says he would about 8 hours later Tina texts me and she's like i think your dad's still here right, let me go down to the basement He's, he is still there i'm like dad what's going on he's like oh, fuck you're fucking fucked kid you're fucking fucked i'm like why why and he's like, well, first off, I can't get. He's like, I can't get your dryer level. And I'm like, what? why are you touching? This is true. I'm like, why? Because we just got a new dryer. Like, why are you touching the fucking dryer? He's like, it's not level. I'm like, let me let me see. So he has the level on it. You know, for those for those who have never used a level, it's supposed to be like. First off, they have them in your, on your phone now, so the fact that he's using like an outdated one, whatever. But. They're supposed to be like in the middle. Yes, it was in the middle, but maybe like a millimeter 
leaning towards which the is right. Level, it, which is fucking that, that, level. That, that's that's fucking level. It's fucking level. Even if it was like a millimeter over yeah. the right line, I'd be fine with it. Yes. I'd be fucking fine with it. And he's like, dude. Cause and I said that to him. I was like, "Dad, it's fucking level. Just like stop touching it. Like the fuck are you doing? Stop touching it." And he's like, "He's like, are you kidding me? He's like, are you kidding me? He's like, if it's not level, the washing machine it, it's gonna vibrate and it's gonna rip the plugs out of the wall. I'm like, it's not. It's not. Gonna. I was like, Dad, Dad, Dad. Uh, this is true conversations. These are exact words. I'm like, Dad, Dad. It's not. If I came downstairs in this brand new, it's a Wi-Fi, like, like it's, it's like state-of-the-art dryer. If I came downstairs and it was fucking shaking to the point that it was moving across the room, let alone ripping things out of the wall, I would call them immediately and be like, get this piece of shit out of my house and give me a new one. Like, are you fucking kidding me? It's not 1950. Things aren't going to shake. He was like, no, it needs to be level. He's like, I'm going to get my big level and come back tomorrow. I'm like, Dad, just do so. what you fucking said that you're coming to do. And get the fuck out! Like, like, just please, just do what you said you're gonna. Because the whole point of him, the whole point of him coming during the day is like my kid, my kids love it. Like, you know, my, yeah. they love seeing grandpa. But he comes at the worst times always. So like, they'll just be like starting to eat, and he'll he'll show up and be like, hey guys, and then they just won't eat because they just want to like see him. Yeah. So it's just fucking obnoxious. So the whole point of him being there during the day was because they were at uh, my mother in law's house, so he wouldn't distract <laughs> them. So he's been there. He's done nothing except fuck with the dryer. And then I was like, don't worry about the fucking level. Just go patch shit. I go back upstairs, join a meeting, and I just hear like the most bangs I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. So as soon as the meeting's over, we go downstairs. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He starts ripping out drywall that was up in the ceiling. No. He did. He did. He did. And his justification for it was... I had, I told him to. I was like, I, I didn't. I didn't fucking tell you to. And he was like, uh, yeah, you did. And I was like, when did I fucking tell you to rip that out? And he's like, uh, remember when we first bought the house and I was like, uh, we should tear down this drywall one day. And you were like, okay. I was like, dad, I, I probably wasn't fucking listening to you. And like, even if I said it, cause I don't remember that. I was like, honestly, I'm fine with it because like probably mice get up there and all that shit because yeah, yeah. there's no there's no need to have the drywall on the mm-hmm. ceiling in the basement it was fucking idiot yeah. I'm fine with taking it out but that's 100% not what I told you to do today or not why what you told me you were planning on doing so I was like why are you not patching the basement he's like well it's fucking cold out I'm like then why did you come over and tell <laughs> me that you're you're patching the basement he's like well I thought it was supposed to be warm today and it's not it's windy and it's cold and uh, I just wanted to get ahead on this I'm like okay well now you started ripping out drywall from the ceiling. It, it, it's a fucking mess. Like my my basement. It's just and, he's and he's still in the basement. He's still he's still in the basement. So he's like, okay, uh, what time is it? So I told him. He's like, holy shit, how did it get to be this time? Because like, you spent eight hours measuring a fucking level on the fucking dryers. Like, what are you doing? Just get your shit. Get the fuck out of here. So so now I had half my my ceiling ripped ripped down, and then he finally cleans it all up and he leaves. And he calls me at like nine o'clock this morning. He's like, I'm on your way to your house. I'm like, what? Why? He's like, I got to finish the rest of the drywall. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? He's like, well, I'll be there in five minutes. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And like, I have to go inside and tell Tina, like, oh, by the way, my, my dad's on his way. And she's like mortified. Like, what? Like, why? Like, we have things to do today. And I'm like, I, I honestly, at this point, I have no clue what to tell you anymore. <laughs> no clue what to tell you. So he spent the rest of the day fucking tearing down the rest of the drywall and every two seconds be like joe come down here i'm like dad i'm in the middle of doing something i could really use your help 
So I come down, and he's like, you're fucked, man. You're fucked. I think I found mouse shit. And he's, like, <laughs> pointing it to me, which, even if he did, I honestly couldn't fucking care less. Like, I'll put up a trap. But he's, like, pointing it to me, and it's just, <laughs> it's just a mound of drywall that he, that he knocked down. And it's, like, every color of every speck I've ever seen on, like, you know, the color spectrum, because it's just a mess. He's like, look right there. It's fucking mouse shit. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking know. And honestly, I don't give a shit at this point. Just fucking clean this up and go. Anyway, he left about 10 minutes before I hopped on to, to record. And I went on this entire tangent just to tell you guys how tired I am and how exhausting it's all been. And also, you pointed out to me, Sean, the guy made me take all the stuff out of his house the same day. When he's been here every day since, he could have just brought shit over one day at a time and not ruined my life. Because now everything's just in the fucking way. It's just been a nightmare. It's so fucking... Hopefully, hopefully by the live show, everything will be good. Also, also, I love that your dad has two volumes, which is insanely loud. Like, distractingly loud to everyone in the house, no matter where you are. <laughs> That's his one volume. And then the second volume is... So quiet that you he's he's somehow still lurking around your house yes. and you don't yes. and you don't know he's there. Yes, because <laughs> that's not the first time that you that you and Tina have been surprised that he was at your house and had been at your house for like hours <laughs> and he's just like oh never left and you're like what the, where the fuck have you been? Dude, it's so it's so annoying how long he doesn't have keys to my house. So like, there's no way I'm giving him keys to my house. So I don't know how he just fucking does it. It's... <laughs> Tina came home before, and she was like, uh, there's like six people in our driveway, and none of them live here. And it was just my dad, like, having... First off, my dad is, like, more terrified of COVID than anybody ever. Like, he, he made my brother wear a mask into my house. <laughs> like... <laughs> but, but uh, Tina came home, and she's like, there's six people in the driveway, and none of them are. So I look out... It's just my dad with, like, all the neighbors <laughs> having him over. And, like, one of my neighbors lives, like, really close to us. Like, like the yard share. Like, we have a fenced-in backyard, but, yeah. like, our driveways almost connect. And I'm like, I'm all for being friendly, but it's a dangerous precedent to just yes. let this oh. guy think that he can come over yeah. anytime that he wants. Yeah. And every time my dad has come over, he's, like, invited the guy over. And they talk for, like, 20 minutes. I'm like... And then and then it's it's already starting. Like I'll I'll fucking go out to like take out the garbage, and the guy's like, "Hey, uh, let me get your phone number in case you need anything." Like, Motherfucker! Uh, fuck. <laughs> your dad said your dad didn't have your cell phone number, so he told me to ask you. Oh my god, dude! So one thing I just before I mean I guess this is just gonna be a bonus at the end of the episode, but. <laughs> Joe, Joe screenshotted a text between his dad and him where his dad was like, hey, plumber needs your, your num- needs a phone number. And you were like, well, I only have the cell phone. Because you read it like I did, which is like the plumber's asking for like a, a main line, right? Or yeah. something. Oh, I only have a cell phone. And his dad responds, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so the number he's texting is the one he's asking for. <laughs> fucking ridiculous it's fucking insane and he sounded so annoyed he sounded so fucking irritated that you yeah, responded like, I'm the asshole. That, you, that you that you said I only have his self yeah that's what he does it makes me feel like I'm the fucking stupid person are you kidding me just give him my cell phone number you, oh you my. to put it in the text for you 
That's what he does. Like, like even with the neighbor, like, dude, make no mistake, make no qualm about it. My dad has initiated every single one of those conversations. Oh like, yeah, because that, that's what he does. Like. He he'll go outside and be like, "Hey, well, how's the weather?" And then the guy will come over and talk to him. He'll talk for thirty five minutes, and then then my dad will come inside and be like, "Man, that that neighbor really likes to talk <laughs> because you keep fucking engaging in the conversation." That's also that's stop. Why, that's why I hate. That's why I hate talking to your dad because I'm never sure what I'm going to be like, how I'm going to be represented after it, even though he's the one engaging it. Right? Like when I dropped some shit off to your house, and it was like. He was, he was talking to me, and I was like, I need to get out of here because I feel like he's going to paint me like, what is this fucking weirdo doing here? He's fucking standing around talking to me. <laughs> uh, and thank God I wore a mask because he got like so close to me and was like, yeah, it's COVID. And I was like, yeah, yeah I know. Dude, it's the most insane sh- It's the most insane thing. Like he, I, like I already said, he is more scared of COVID than than anybody ever. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm fine with it. I, I'm That's fine great. That's, wanna, you should, I'd yeah, rather that take, than take precautions. I, I'd rather him be overly precautious for him and my mom. Right? I'm I'm fine with it. So, like, but like, he won't even have my brothers over and stuff. So for uh, it was Logan's birthday. My brothers wanted to you know, see Logan, and my dad's like, I'm not having anybody in the house. So we're like, fine, we'll we'll respect that. Like. They can come to the driveway, even though it's cold. Like we'll just go hang out in the driveway and be socially distanced. Like we're living at your house, I'll, I'll I'll respect that. And that's like okay. He's like, make sure they're all fucking wearing masks. And then he goes outside with his mask on, and he's literally like on top of people. Like my brothers, like he's he couldn't be closer to any of my brothers' wives. Like <laughs> leaning over their shoulder, like playing peekaboo with Logan, but like being on top of them, being like peekaboo, like, like to the point where they were uncomfortable. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, guy? <laughs> Oh, that's fucking amazing. Oh, can we... Oh, fuck. I always feel like I have something else to say. Did you see that they're making old man Leatherface? No. It's a real thing. It's called old man Leatherface. Um, It's... They keep referring to it as old man Leatherface, like the people involved, but I don't think it's going to be called that. How old do you think Leatherface would fucking live till... Like, dude, his life expectancy is let's okay. Let's say he was in his twenties. He 20s. surpassed it by the yes, film. yes. He's dead by fifty max. Like in the real world, uh, well, that's a great question. How old is Leatherface in that first movie? I think he's got to be in like his twenties. You think so? Yeah, maybe. Maybe maybe it's just the build. The build. I mean, it's old man build. Like that's why it is. Oh, old. get ready to see old man Leatherface. He's gonna look exactly the same. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you just make it like just make a grandpa movie, right? Because he's already the old man of the Leatherface family. You know, it's a war with grandpa with Leatherface. <laughs> Meet the Fockers. <laughs> All right. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll release what movie we're doing this week. But um, it's Eddie. Th- it's, it's Eddie. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a wrap.